and welcome back to another Bad Movie Reviews Review, hosted by your two favourite reviewers from Down Under. I lost it. I, I didn't know what to do with this one because I'm kind of a bit speechless, but we are <laughs> reviewing a film that I've been looking forward to for quite a time now, and it is none other than Heyao Miyazaki's potentially final film. I know he announced his retirement. Really? Well, he's like 87, but he announced his retirement after his last film, The Wind Rises, in 2013, and then he's obviously come back to do this. But it is none other than The Boy and the Heron, which originally in Japan was titled How Do You Live, um, which is based on a, a, a novel from the 30s, but a, a completely original story um, for the film. It is, however, very self-referential of Miyazaki's life. Um, so I guess it's probably like semi-autobiographical in a way. It's um, an interesting take on it now that it, I know that little bit of <laughs> detail to it. That's why. That's why we. Um, that's why we're here to do this. Yeah. That's why, well, that's why I'm here anyway. Mm, yeah. I'm... Give you a little bit of um, feedback at the at the intro, but um, to to keep the plot as bare bones as minimal. Um, obviously, for anyone who loves Studio Ghibli films or knows these, they're obviously extremely odd. But it's about a young boy named Mahito who, um, his mother passed away in a fire, and then three years later, basically moves to a a town for a new beginning. During World War War Two, yep, um, ruled Japan basically. Yeah, so yeah, correct. Moved from from Tokyo away, but um, without further ado, there is a lot to unpack here. Yeah, I don't even know where to start. I well, you're starting. So, <laughs> uh, what a beautiful film. <laughs> you know, it's um, I, I haven't seen heaps of Studio Ghibli uh, films, so I'm not going to be. You've there. seen a few. So before I like, do, let, I was just about to profane. We, I, we, while covering this, I will just say we did see this in um, the dubbed version, so yes, the English yeah. speaking. So we, we all touched we actually on that. went for the other one, and then well, the screening was supposed to be subbed. So yeah. when it started dubbed, I was kind of intrigued. A bit, I was like, I, I will go out of my way to see the sub version for sure. I always do um, love sort of obviously hearing the original intention behind it. Obviously. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, we obviously are commenting on on the the English voice acting, in Correct, a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, Sorry. Where was I? <laughs> um, beautiful film. You haven't seen many studio. Beautiful Ghibli's, films. Yeah. Haven't seen <coughs> many studio Ghibli ones, and even my recollection of um, the two that I have seen. Uh, oh my god! Spirited Away. Spirited and Away and House Moving, Moving Castle. Castle, which two thousand and one and two thousand and four. There, uh, my memory is quite rough. Nearly twenty years ago of what they were like, but they on. They've always been uh, a lot of the art style in all these films has been something that intrigues me. It's like a hand painted, beautiful masterpiece, and it's um, so enjoyable to watch. I don't know how like scenes can be so simplistic but so complex at the same time, uh, and it's just absolutely breathtaking to be like sucked into this world that he's built. Um, I, I want. It's hard to like really comment on. It. Uh, when it comes to, I guess, like the plot, because I don't want to spoil anything in it, but it was it was so engaging and there were so many like underlying meanings and tones and I feel like you get a lot out of this film, um, but I won't really go into further with that, but it's something to comment on that this, this story had like a, an excellent direction um, and I felt like just despite its, you know, kind of like wayward thinking, it was kind of easy to follow, which kind of made me really draw into the story that I was telling. Um, I, I don't know how I really feel about like the voice acting side of things. Um, I think I really would have liked to see the, uh, the subbed version than the dubbed version, but 
Look, that everyone, I guess, I, did it's their It's pretty job common, I guess, thoughts that if you were watching any Japanese film in dubbed, the Studio Ghibli ones are the ones to go for. Like the voice acting generally in the English Studio Ghibli versions is generally top notch. Like Christian Bale is, has been in a few of these his films. He was in House Movie House Movie and his voice perform, performance in that is unbelievable. Yeah. Okay. So like, uh, yeah, it's, it was it was good, but for me it was nothing like exceptional. But I don't think this movie was trying to be exceptional when it came to the voice acting. I think it was really exceptional when it came to like the storytelling. Uh, the audio design was absolutely phenomenal, um, and the score to complement that. You know, there's a lot of subtle sounds that are going on in the background, despite kind of still seeming like silence at the time, so you're really soaking in the scene. Um, but just really great, great audio design there. And then, yeah, the the score is something you could just like listen to forever, just sit in the background and Very soak into piano this. piano-centric. Yeah, soak into this wonderful wonderland of this weird universe that's been built and kind of really enjoy it. Um, yeah, I, I don't know exactly where to jump for from here to my next kind of point, so I might – throw it over to you but definitely i really enjoyed this film and i know i say that a lot but this was this was like a it was like watching a painting being drawn at the same time it was like beautiful mm. um, yeah i um this is a film as i said like i love studio ghibli films i've got a box set of all their blu-rays and um miyazaki's work is something that i've always admired being I don't really think he's made a bad film and I think he's always asked these questions of of humanity in all these films has been pre very prevalent even though it's not the forefront it's a very um prevalent theme within his films and this is no different and I think this would genuinely be if it is his last film such a fitting and perfect end like I don't think it's his best film but uh, in saying that if I after maybe a few rewatches and even seeing the the Japanese like original version, um, it could definitely be up there. I I do agree with you in in saying that like every frame just looked like a painting um, for this beautiful. film. It is absolutely beautiful, and the the score and the actual, as you said, sound design. I actually thought the voice acting though was quite good. Like I thought um, Luca Padovan, who played Mahito, who's the main obviously character, I thought he was really good, but. You wouldn't know if I didn't tell you, but the Grey Heron is played by Robert Pattinson, mm. who's unbelievable. <laughs> not, um, bad, not, not bad. Like not even – I mean, you obviously have your two different voice actings. You have your your films like your your Trolls and your, you know, Gar like the upcoming Garfield and Super Mario where everyone clearly just puts on – Something. Their own voice. Yeah. Whereas this is clearly voice acting. Even Florence Pugh, I thought she was fantastic. She's in the film playing Kiriko um, and she was really good. You wouldn't – Oh, now even, that I knew that. I didn't even I, pick it. I was trying to listen for it too. Yeah. So like you, you definitely get something out of him. And I thought they were all really, really good. But you know, Christian Bale, um, sorry, not Christian Bale, Robert Pattinson, I thought was genuinely fantastic as as the heron. But um, I just think there's a lot to it. It's, it's a bit of an odd one because what I'm about to say might sound like a bad thing, but it's not by any means. I, I do think this is probably the most inaccessible Miyazaki film in the way that it's probably the hardest to follow for just the standard general audience. There is a lot going on and it is, in my opinion, easy to follow, but I can imagine, I can imagine a lot of people not understanding what's yeah, going on. Like the there, there, there's obviously a plot here, but it's like a deeper, 
a deeper level and a deeper meaning, which does help when you know, obviously, the fact that it is somewhat autobiographical and 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 the themes that are so prevalent within his films about... I actually think even then the original title I much prefer over The Boy and the Heron, knowing it now, just called How Do You Live? Because yeah. the film's very... Pre- like, the film's themes of of memories and your loved ones and it it is a film that does hit quite hard at moments if you are picking up on on the situations of of memories and and just life itself I think and that's why I think it could be such a um, fitting perfect end for Miyazaki's career in saying that I would absolutely adore it if he made more films it's just I know he's 87 it's how long can you make these I'm sure making these films as well I can imagine would take so long because of the art and the, the passion and the effort of putting in the, just one frame. The time. The time. The time. But um, I think it's genuinely a fantastic movie. Um, as I said, I, I don't think at this point in time, obviously just coming out of it being quite fresh, I don't know if it's my favourite straight out of the bat, but like with time and with myself going through life, it could hell, it could as well be because it's obviously a film that, yeah, deals with grief and, and memories and, and life and the fact that, yeah, I mean, I don't really know where to... Yeah, it's hard. It's, like it's, hard, it's, to, it's hard to touch on without, without, going, into without going into spoilers and, 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 and sort of more plot territory. And I do, I do really advocate to watch this film knowing as least as possible um, with all Miyazaki films anyway, but... I, it definitely does feel like in in what I was saying before, in the fact that it's a little bit probably his his most inaccessible film. And saying that, I don't. It, it's not. I'm not saying it's inaccessible. Yep. I'm just saying his most inaccessible film. It's also definitely his most personal. You can tell the love he puts into the characters because obviously it's as I said semi autobiographical. So he's obviously talking about you know his family, his his mother, his. All, all that situation and the memories that he has and obviously he's, the fact that he he's quite prevalent in how much he talks about how much he loves his well, love I mean I say loves but it's still um still obviously current but loves his mum and it is definitely something that everyone can relate to and everyone will it definitely evokes emotion for sure but I think it's definitely a very very special film and as I said I would love to see the the original. The original Japanese subbed subbed um, yep. version. I'll, I'll go out of my way to see that when I when I can when it's out. We did see this early. I think it comes out in a couple of days, sort of nationwide. But man, I lo- I loved this film. I don't yep. know if it'll be in my top ten because it is definitely a film that I think I'll probably need to let simmer and think yep. about it more and more because there is a lot going on and there is a lot to take in. Um, it's a top three studio Ghibli film for me. Well, yeah, saying that, you've seen it. Yeah. I've seen um, <laughs> Yeah, but no, for sure. I, yeah, I think it's something that after maybe a rewatch and I'll, I'll have a newfound appreciation mm. for it. But at this point, I still love this film. I think it's one of the most beautiful films I've seen all year. And I've said that probably quite a few times because there have been some very good looking films this year. Yeah. It's um, so unique, too. Like it's, oh, yeah, you get this. You'll get nothing like it again. Again. Like it, it has got a very like similar artistic direction to all of his previ- previous films, but also very very different in a way, um, mm. which I absolutely love. So, man, I, I yeah, there's probably not too much more I can say without going into spoiler territory and touching on sort of these more deeper themes and and what they kind of mean to me and I'm sure what they mean to you. But we'll, we probably might leave it there just to not yeah. touch on spoiler. But in saying that, 
come a couple of months time when we touch on our, you know, top 10 might be in yours. It might be in mine. And we can probably touch Discuss on that. Discuss it a little bit more. We can probably touch on those deeper, deeper themes and what, what sort of connected with us and a bit, um, no, absolutely adored this film. I, I recommend everyone to go see it because he has been, um, Miyazaki's been a, a pioneer for, for not just animation and in cinema, but filmmaking in general and storytelling and obviously creativities. Um, and if it is his last film, I, I beg everyone to go see it and, and enjoy it and, and take out of it what you can. But, um, yeah, if you have seen it below, if you have seen it below, if you have seen it, I would love to know what you also think. Comment below. Definitely. And if you like our review, give us a like, subscribe for more content and we'll catch you next time. Thanks guys. Thanks guys.